Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Today I want to talk to you about something that's so important in every believer's life, and it's knowing how to get your prayers answered. So I'm going to tell you five ways that, um, five reasons why your prayers have not been answered, and hopefully that'll give you clarity on how to get your prayers answered. Um, so these are very common things. A lot of people have have um, you know fallen into these categories, myself included, and it, it's something that um, the Lord, you know, through His Word, will illuminate to you and show you. Hey, it's it doesn't have to be a struggle. Um, prayer is our the way that we communicate with our Father. It's and it's it's meant to. Um, you know, help us get things done on this earth. So I want to show you five ways that, uh, you know, if you've ever been somebody that you felt stuck in prayer, like, I don't know, you know, I haven't been praying because I don't feel how, I don't feel like my prayers get answered. I don't feel like I'm seeing results like other people around me. Um, Well, this will help you so much. So number one, I'm, this is, this is probably the most common reason why most people's prayers do not get answered. Number one, people just don't pray in faith. They pray with a wishing well mentality. They pray like I'm just throwing a penny in a wishing well. I'm just throwing my hopes up to God, my wishes up to God. And that is not how the Bible instructs us to pray. Um, and, and God uh, made it very clear to us in Mark 11, 23 and 24. I'm going to read you that. It says, therefore, give me one second. It says, therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire, when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So when we pray, it's the time to believe. It's not the time to hope. It's not the time to wish that the thing that we're praying for is done. It's the time to believe. And so I'm going to get further into that on how you get yourself to that place of belief. But first of all, just know that when you're praying, it's not uh, a wishing well. It's not that you're you're throwing it up and hoping God hears you. There are certain types of prayers that God does hear. And then there's certain type of prayers that God does not hear. So God hears prayers that are prayed in faith. So we, we must get ourselves to a place of faith in order for our prayers to be heard and to be answered. So number one is pray in faith. Number two is the reason, you know, why a lot of people don't give their prayers answered is because they don't know the word. They don't know what the word says about the thing that they're praying about. So people oftentimes are asking God to do things that is, if they read his word, they'd know he's actually already done those things. Um, healing is a big one for that. You know, people say, God, please, God, please heal me. God, please heal me. And God's saying, I've already done everything that I'm ever going to do about you being healed. Um, when I sent Jesus to the cross, he, he took stripes on his back for your healing. He, he, he was marred. He was, he was bruised. He was not even recognizable as a man. He took that in his body so that you would never have to take it in your own body. But people don't know that that's what the word says, because for whatever reason, they, they haven't been enlightened. They haven't been taught. So when you know the word, it puts you in a position to say, God, I see that your word says this, and so I will have this. I'm not waiting. There's no timetable I'm waiting when it comes to something like healing, something like salvation, something like deliverance. God is God is ready. God has already done everything he's going to do about that. It's our job to receive. It's not our job to beg God to do it. It's our job to just simply see that it's in the word and then receive it. So know what the word of God says 
just, you know, it's so easy now to go and, and, and find scriptures on what the word of God says on the situation that you're in. You can literally, you know, Google search it. You can go into um, Bible Gateway. You can, it's so easy to find what the word of God says on any particular situation. So we don't really have an excuse um, to know what the word says about the situation that we're in. So know the word. That'll help you so much. Number three, pray the word. Once you know the word, you know, people don't realize how powerful it is to take a scripture, just one scripture, just take one scripture and stand on a scripture and and meditate on that scripture to the place where it's in your spirit. And then when you bring it before God, it's a, it's a, it's, it's not like, you know, some people say, well, it's like you're presenting your case, like you're, well, no, you're just, you're just rejoicing over that thing. And you're like, God, your word says this, <laughs> you know, God, your word says, give and it shall be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, running over. So God, I've been giving to you. So I know that my harvest is on the way. My pressed down, shaken together, running over harvest is on the way. So I thank you, Lord, for my harvest. That's how you pray the word. There's so many, I mean, how many, any, any, any area in your life that you need, uh, something for God to do something, there is a scripture that you can stand on. And the only thing that stops you from standing on the scripture is your own laziness, honestly. I mean, why, you know, if it's there and it's available um, and you're, and you're somebody that you, you know, you know, you've been maybe a little spiritually apathetic. You haven't stood on the word. You've looked at other people that have stood on the word and you said, man, that's so cool. I wish I could be like that person who seems to always have, you know, some awesome testimony. No, you can, you can be that person. That person just learned how to stand on the word. They, they hurt, you know, and it's simple. You know, it, 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 if you know one scripture, you can get a lot done. <laughs> but, but if you know like five or 10 scriptures on a subject, you know, it, it's like, like you're, you build your case within yourself for your own spirit to believe, hey, this is what the word says. Hey, this is what I'm going to have. So when you are, you pray the word, you, you basically are just convincing yourself. Like I meditated on this so much that nobody can convince me that this isn't what's going to happen for me. Nobody can convince me that my God is not going to come through for me in this area. So pray the word. Number four is get yourself, you know, the reason why people don't get the prayers answered is because they do not get themselves to a place of thankfulness and rejoicing over what they're asking God for. When you pray, like it says in Mark 11, 23, when you pray, believe that you receive and you will have it. So when do you have it? when you pray. So when you pray, you have to come with a thankfulness in your heart that you're not coming um, to, to just, you know, um, to obviously not beg God. You're not coming, you know, to, sh- to put on a big show for God, God, I really need this. No, like you come and you come with a thankfulness. God, I'm so thankful. Thank you that your word says, you know, fill in the blank. Thank you that your word has provided fill in the blank for me. You know, thank you. Thank you, Lord. And really, truly get yourself into a place of joy. Um, you know, uh, faith is a spiritual activity in, in so that, you know, whatever you need to do to get yourself over into a place of faith. A lot of people, you know, what I like to do is that I like to pray in the Holy Spirit. I like to pray in tongues and get myself into a place 
um, get get over into the spiritual realm. You know, get out of the flesh, get out of the carnal realm. So if I, I'll 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 pray in in tongues. The Bible says it's how you build yourself up on your most holy faith by praying in the Holy Spirit. So I pray in tongues and I'll get stirred up, and then that's when I can get you know uh, I can get you know sometimes the Lord will speak to me something to pray. Um, so I'll be praying in tongues, and then something in English comes out of my spirit that I'm supposed to pray. Um, you know, for, or or just you know just spend time. I'm with the Lord, just praying, you know, and and, and it gets my spirit engaged. When when your spirit's been unengaged in prayer, and prayer has just been, oh yeah, I have my list of people that I pray for, and I have my my things that I check my boxes, but it's been like a clinical situation. You haven't engaged your heart in the prayer. You've just listed off your prayer request. You may be the person that has a, you know, a, 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 you've been having a problem seeing God come through for you. But I just want to tell you, if you have a, a big list, take like a few, uh, a few days and just focus on one thing, you know, focus on one area of, of, of that you're praying for. And you'll see, you know, get that scripture, stand on the word, come with thankfulness, pray in faith and, and let, you know, move that mountain you know, just just come for that one mountain, and, and you'll see how God will do that. Um, you know, if it's been this this whole this long period of time for ten years, you have the same prayer list, and nothing's and nothing's gotten done. It's not because you know God is sovereign, and we don't know why He doesn't. You know, sometimes He says yes, sometimes He says no, sometimes He says wait. No, we're you're. It's just that there's something. If the prayer has not been answered, the problem is not with God. There's something that needs to move within us, within you, within me. So that is that is what we have to look at. Okay, well, where am I not? Where is my belief not correct on this? Because if the word says it, that means it's it's the final say. So. Number four is get you got to get to yourself to a place of thankfulness for what God's doing and rejoicing over what you, you know that God is doing for you. And uh, number five is pray from a place of belief. So whatever you have to do to get yourself into a place of belief, um, to 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 know that faith is the final word. I mean, sorry, to know that God's word is the final word is your faith being enacted in that word. So, you know, maybe you've never heard good preaching on a subject or maybe you've never read a book um, from a, you know, from a perspective on healing, you know, from a perspective on financial overflow. There's, if you want to get yourself in faith for something, you need to fill your spirit with that very thing. So get yourself into a place of belief. Remove. So how do I get into belief? I remove unbelief. Well, what is the unbelief? Well, that's the voice of the devil. That's the voice of my flesh. So I need to make the, those voices quieter. And how do I do that? By making the voice of the Holy Spirit bigger, by making the voice of the Word of God bigger. So I have to keep filling myself with the word. Faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. And then the way that I engage my faith is that I act on that word and that I speak that word out. So I, I hear the word, but I don't just, I'm not just a hearer. I'm a doer of the word. So I, I also do what the word is telling me to do. If the word says rejoice, then I'm going to rejoice. You know, David, it was someone that sang to God and rejoiced and and praised God when he was in the sheepfold by himself as a young boy. And then when he was a king over a nation, he still did the same um, actions of rejoicing and praising God, probably even more so when God elevate him, elevated him to that place. And I want to read you a scripture um, about David, and it's... Uh, 
2 Samuel 7, starting in verse 8, it says, Now then, tell my servant David, this is what the Lord Almighty says. I took you from the pasture, from tending the flock, and appointed you ruler over my people Israel. I have been with you wherever you've gone. I have cut off all your enemies before you. Now I will make your name great, like the names of the greatest men on earth, and I will provide a place for my people Israel and will plant them so that they can have a home of their own and no longer be disturbed. Wicked people will not oppress them anymore as they did at the beginning and have done ever since the time I appointed leaders over my people Israel. I will also give you rest from all your enemies. The Lord declares to you that the Lord himself will establish a house for you. When your days are over and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise you up your offspring to succeed you, your own flesh and blood. I will establish his kingdom. So God is speaking to David. You know, David was somebody who just was a worshiper, was somebody who the Bible says his, his heart was after God, not a perfect person, but a person whose heart was after God. And you see how God elevated him. And uh, in this passage, he's reminding him, you know, tell my servant, David, I took you from the pasture, from tending the flock. And look what I've done with, what, with your life. I've appointed you leader. And now your people will be free. And even, even the generations that come after you are going to be blessed because of you. And of course, David is in the line, the, the lineage of, of, of Christ. So we know that God blessed the line, the, the family line of David, um, you know, because of who he was and because he was uh, someone that God you know, uh, saw the heart of. So, um, you know, heart attitude is everything. And where, when we come to God, what is our heart's attitude? Um, you know, is it in, in pridefulness or is it in total humble humility? Like God, I need you. I'm coming to you because I realize I can't do this on my own. And that's, that's point number six. And I didn't put it in here, but come to God in a humble, with a humble heart, come to God knowing, Hey God, it's not about me, but it's all it's only because of your hand on my life that I can have any of the things that you've given me. So God, I just want to come before you and just thank you, you know, for what you've brought me out of and what you're bringing me into. So never lose that thankfulness to God for what he's brought you out of, what he's, what he's, uh, what he's saved you from, what he's rescued you from. And, uh, and then it, it, you'll always be elevated because your attitude will stay right. When you have a, um, you know, God can elevate someone whose heart is humble and whose attitude is right and whose heart is pure towards him. If there's anything in your heart that is uh, impure towards the Lord, it's going to block you from being able to be used by God and be elevated to a place of more success. Because what will happen is if you get elevated to that place of success, but your heart is not right, you'll think you did it and you'll, and you'll end up, um, you know, you'll end up in pride. You'll end up falling. You know, uh, it's, it's not, it's not a place that you want to end up in your life. So fix it now fix the attitude now. You know, when I, when you, when you get asked to do something for the church or when you get asked to do something, um, even if the Lord asks you to do something and you feel like, no, I just don't want to do that. Do it because it's, it's forming that heart towards God, that, that right attitude, do it with a good attitude, but do it as unto the Lord. And you'll see that God elevates people who do the things that may seem mundane, that may seem small, you know, just like David watching the sheep, 
being the only son of Jesse that watched the, you know, that was out in the sheepfold um, doing the mundane day-to-day task, but was a worshiper and had the heart. And then God looked over all the people who looked more fit for a position for king and found the person who was just serving God, who was just humble, who was just out there and a, a worshiper. So let, you know, let, let your life display that. And, uh, it's going to be amazing what God's going to do with your life. And, uh, you know, we love you. We, we thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I believe it's going to help you send it to somebody if it helped you. And I believe that, uh, you will start seeing your prayers answered. You will start, um, seeing increase in your life in Jesus name. So, uh, we, we love you and we'll see you soon.